Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Everyday Revival with Pastor Kendall Watrous. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and Facebook, or you can visit us at faithlifefamily.com. Here's Pastor Kendall. Welcome back to Everyday Revival. Really excited about being on here again with you. We're studying the Word. We're studying about uh, the importance of putting God's Word in your mouth, believing it, and speaking it. So in our previous episode, we were talking about the Word is enough. Um, Just sitting here this morning, um, whatever time of day it is for you when you're listening to this, um, just enjoying uh, looking into this and, and into these notes and these these things that God's put in His Word and just diving right back into it and uh, seeing what He has to say about uh, the importance of His Word and how true it is. Um, you can get your, uh, your Bibles if you're at home, if you're putting on your makeup or in your car. I always say, you know, if you're out and about, I, I listen to podcasts while I'm driving, um, while I'm getting ready in the morning, just whatever it works for you. But um, if you have a chance, you know, to go back and look at these, it's great to always look up the scriptures for yourself. Um, I, I heard, uh, you know, our father in the faith, Brother Hagen, you know, he used to always say that. He used to say, you know, don't don't take my word for it. Look it up in the word for yourself, because when you do that, not only do you see it with your own eyes, but you know it's truth. You know what's being preached is truth, and then it's also going in your eyes and going down into your heart. Um, so these things are great. So anyway, last time we were talking about, we, we left off, I believe, we're talking about, I believe it, I believe God's word, and I speak it. It's not enough just to believe God's word. There's many people, many people, you can stop them on, on the street if, the, hey, are, do you, are you born again? Are you, yes, I'm born again. I've asked Jesus into my heart, and I believe, I believe. And they believe, but they've never learned to speak those truths out of their mouth, and that, we understand, releases our faith, right? So when we speak God's Word out of our mouth, it activates things. It activates the power in God's Word. We already know this, but we're going to say it again, that God's Word is the final authority. It is the final authority. I'm not looking for anything else to fill a space in my heart or in my life, but God's Word. God's Word is my final authority. So once we have that established, then everything else that we build upon, right, it, it, it's a, a firm foundation for us. So let's start off here this morning. Let's look here at Proverbs uh, 4, and we're going to look through uh, 20 through somewhere down into 20, uh, 25. But I'm going to read it to you in the King James, and then we'll probably look at it in the Amplified Classic, because I always like to pull that verse up. But it says, my son, or we can say my, my, my children, my son, my daughter, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those that find them and their health to all their flesh. Wow. I mean, this right here is so powerful. It it has a lot of different aspects, a lot of different facets. But he's saying, first of all, we have to know where our attention is, 
We have to know where our attention is. Where am I placing my attention? Again, it goes back to, is God's word the final authority? Am I putting my attention on on what he has to say? Or am I, in, gosh, in this society, how prevalent is it that, you know, so many things have our attention? So many things, whether it's you know, another series coming out on TV, you know, you got all the different things that you hear people talking about, oh, The Walking Dead, this, that, all these shows that have, <laughs> that actually they, they detract from everything spiritual in our lives, right? But there's so many things that grab our attention. Um, our phones, people have them with them all the time. They're always looking at them. They're always looking at their social media, how many likes they have, all the things. So, we, we, have to, we have to really uh, step aside for a minute and say, wait a minute, where is my attention? Where do I, where do I put a lot of my attention or most of my attention? I know, um, for example, on our phones, there's a little, uh, I don't know what it is, but it, it, it has a little diagram. And I can look on there and see at the end of the day how much time I've spent I think it says social media, you know, an hour and whatever. It says, you know, um, uh, news. And then it goes down the line and it tells you how long you've spent on each app or on each, um, you know, thing on your phone, whether it's social media or messaging or or whatever. And so it's really interesting, you know, to measure where your attention is and how long you're actually spending. I think sometimes we tell ourselves a lie because we think in our minds we're really not spending that much time on 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 the phone or on these things, but we really are. Um, and so uh, that you know, so where is our attention going? Is our attention on on these things just cluttering up our thinking during the day, or are we putting our attention? On him, um, there's another verse over there that says, "Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee." So that's King James. In other words, we could say it like this: If I'll keep my mind stayed on him, on Jesus, he's going to keep me in peace all day long, right? So uh, I've got to keep my attention on him, and when I do that, then those answers flow. The word of God is activated in my life, and I can have the, the results that I'm looking for. So again, I just read this in the King James. Let me read this to you in the Amplified Classic. And it says, My son, attend to my words, consent and submit to my sayings. Let them not depart from your sight. Keep them in the center of your heart, for they are a life to those that find them, healing and health to all their flesh. And then I want to just go down. Um, it's it not. Uh, it goes down to um, 25, and it says, Let your eyes look right on with fixed purpose, and let your gaze be straight before you. Consider well the path of your feet, and let all your ways be established and ordered aright. Uh, so we're sitting here talking about our, I guess we're off on this this morning. Uh, this is the flow, but on where is our attention? Because if our, if our attention is on him, our gaze is on him. And this, we just read here in 25, our eyes are looking straight ahead with a fixed purpose. Um, I think so many people, 
find themselves in, in such a predicament um, a lot of in, in their lives, and they're confused. Confusion has set in. Um, bewilderment. They're just like, you know, th- this this doesn't work. They get confused and, and bewildered because their gaze or their their what they're looking at is not on him. They're looking to the left and to the right, and they're looking at all these other things. How am I supposed to be happy? How am I going to, you know, get this prayer answered in my life? What am I going to do? And they're looking to all these other things instead of keeping their eyes straight ahead and fixed on him. He also says, don't uh, listen to my sayings. Don't let them depart from your eyes. So, Wow, that's if if we just take that right there and say, don't let him depart from my eyes, what does that mean? In other words, I'm going to keep my eyes on his word. In other words, I'm going to get up maybe in the morning if that's I, that's when I I have my time with God, it, you know, that's that set aside time. I you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you how long to do that. That's between you and God, but I set aside a time that I spend with him and then all during the day I keep my heart turned towards him. I keep my gaze on him. In other words, my eyes, when I've got lots of workload or I'm doing things here, you know, all the different things, responsibilities that we have, that doesn't mean I'm sitting there reading the Bible all day. That means that in the things that I'm doing, my gaze is still on him. I keep my heart turned towards him so that I can hear his voice on the inside of me, that I can hear that direction the things that I need, I'm always keeping my eyes turned towards him. He said, don't let him depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Wow. Right there. In the midst of my heart. I've got the the word coming into my eyes. It's going to come out of my mouth because I'm going to speak it. We learned that last time. And then it's going to go into the midst of my heart. The word goes down deep into to my innermost being. It becomes life to me and health to my flesh. That's why people that are needing healing in their bodies, when we get the word of God on the inside of us, get it in our mouth and and speak the word out, there's power there. There's the, the power that's in the word. It's in that gospel, right? It's It's doing a work on the inside of me. It says right here, it's life to those that find them and it's health to my flesh. It promises me that it is like a medicine to my flesh. It is health to my flesh. So um, this is powerful, y'all. This is powerful when we really get the revelation of what's being said here. What it does is, for me, I know for you too, it will establish you for the long haul. That's why it seems like so many people, they can sprint, they they get excited about the word and man, they, they get going with it. And then it's just a sprint. It's not really for the long haul. They can do it for maybe three weeks, maybe six months tops. You know, they're pushing it when they're, you know, for a year. But this is our, our spiritual life, our walk with God it's it's a it's a marathon. This is this is something that I'm doing until I see His face, until I'm standing before Him in glory. Um, this is not something I'm doing just for a set amount of time. 
I, when I gave my life to Jesus Christ, I said, I'm doing this for the long haul. This is, I'm giving you my life. My life is not my own. That song says, to you I belong. I give myself, I give myself away, right? I gave myself away. So I don't, I don't pick and choose the days that I want to serve him. This is my life. And so when we have that established, we understand that God's word is the final authority. This is how we're living life. This is how I roll. You know, this is what I'm doing. Um, then these things work for us. So it establishes, uh, establishes us for the long haul. I give my attention, my whole attention to him and to his word. Um, I like this verse. Um, so that's, again, that's uh, Proverbs 4, 20 through 25. We looked at that also in the Amplified. Let's look at this, Hebrews 2, 1. If you'll turn over there, we'll look at this and what the, what the Word has to say about uh, th- these things. Hebrews 2, 1 says, we must, <laughs> he said, we must give the more earnest heed to the things that we have heard lest we drift away. So isn't that interesting that here uh, it's, it, these things are being said because there must be that option or that tendency to drift away from the things of God unless we do give heed to it, unless we do listen to it. Let's look this up in the Amplified Classic here, um, Hebrews, Hebrews 2, 1, and let's read this. It says, Since all this is true, we ought to pay much closer attention than ever to the truths that we have heard, lest in any way we drift past them and slip away. So there is the tendency for every human being, every every person to have the things that we've heard for a moment. We have them, we feel like in our grip or we got them under control but if we don't continue to, to look at those things, continue, it says in the, there's another verse that says, continue in the perfect law of liberty, right? Uh, so in other words, when I look into that, I, it, that I look into the perfect law of liberty, his word is that. When I look into it, I don't want to look into it like the scripture says, as in a mirror, and then f- go away and forget what I, I just saw. I want to keep these before me. I want to pay closer attention than ever to the truths that I've heard. So instead of getting more lax about uh, spending time with God, in fact, I'm becoming more and more uh, addicted to that, right? In other words, that's my flow. That's where I'm going is that my life is spending time with him, keeping my attention on him. And I'm telling you, that's when it makes it easy to overcome the sin issue, the sin problem in our life. Not that we're sin conscious, but so many people become so sin conscious because they don't live in that place of intimacy with God. In other words, they're trying everything else and they just want a little dabble, do you? They want to come sometimes to church and hope that that works. But I'm telling you, the thing that destroys that, uh, the, the sin issue, well, I just can't do, stop doing this, and I can't stop doing that. Listen, I've been there. I have all the T-shirts. I was living there for a long time in my life. But when I began to see who I was in Christ, when I began to see what he had done for me, and I began to turn my attention and place my full attention on him, 
those things fell off of me. I didn't try to get them out of me. They fell off of me, right? Because in his presence, right, is fullness of joy. In his presence, those things can't stay. So it really is about relationship and not religion. There's not, it's not the idea of, oh, I've got, I've got to do this because I've got to, it's by the law, it's by this rigid thing. No, it's I'm, I'm in relationship with my heavenly father. And because of that, I don't sin. I don't want to do those things while wow, we're over there now. But anyway, Hebrews 2.1 says we must give more, the more earnest heed to the things that we have heard so I don't drift away. I don't know about y'all, but I don't want to drift away. I want to get closer as the day approaches, as Jesus is coming back soon. So we've got to have the word of God. It's our answer. If you can equate the word of God to your answer, and your answer is the word of God. And you, you put those two on that same level. The word of God, final authority. It's my answer. And I'm going to get it in my mouth. It's going to change my situation. It's my answer. I remember years ago counseling some people. And, uh, you know, we, we do that and in, in, in help, trying to help people because we love people. But, you know, they wanted a different answer than what we had to give, which is the, the word. That's, you know, I say, say this, and my husband has said this, that's all we have, which is more than enough. You know, the word of God is the answer to every problem that we have, every, every issue that we have. And if you don't want to hear what the word of God says, really, there is no help. You can, you can go to, I'm not diminishing counseling. I'm not diminishing the, you know, there are aspects of our life where we need uh, extended help. But what I'm saying is the word of God is the basis for that. And it is our, it is our answer. And so it's the only thing that will help us out of that pit that we're in. So we keep the answer in the word in our mouths. Um, I, I, I've read this before, but this is another great verse. Psalms 119.9. It says, uh, your word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Your word <clears throat> have I hid in my heart so I won't sin against you. So his word in our heart is going to help us with that sin problem, right? It, when I get it down in my heart, in other words, when, I've, when I get it, when I see it with my eyes, I speak it out of my mouth, it goes down deep into my heart, and it changes my actions, it changes my actions because I had that happen. In other words, I was drinking, I was doing all these wild, crazy things and doing these things, and I had an issue with it, and I couldn't stop. But the more of God's word that I poured into my heart, I spoke it out of my mouth, I became a different person. My actions changed. I didn't want to do the same things that I, I had done before. It freed me in so many, in so many areas. Um, Psalms 119 in verse 9, I'm going to read it to you in the Amplified. Psalms 119, verse 9. It says, well, let's see if I've got it right. I want to make sure I'm reading you the right thing. Yep, it is. Psalms 119, verse 9 says, How shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed and keeping watch on himself, according to your word, conforming his life to it. I could sit there and preach on that for a little while. But it says, how shall a young man cleanse his way? By listening, by keeping watch on himself, according to your word, conforming his life to it. 
So that young man, that person, we're conforming our life to his word. With my whole heart have I sought you, Lord, inquiring for you and of you and yearning for you. Oh, let me not wander or step aside, either in ignorance or will, willfully from your commands. Your word have I laid up in my heart that I might not sin against you, O Lord. Isn't that great? I love the way that's, that, that, that the wording of that, that I'm, not con- I'm conforming my life to his word so I don't sin against him. Amen. So these, these are good things. God's word in our mouth is just as powerful as God's word in his mouth. I know I've heard Mark Hankins say this so many times. <laughs> we, we've listened to him so many times, and I love when he, when he says that. God's word in your mouth is just as powerful as God's word in his mouth. So I, I, when I speak his word, it's just as if God was speaking it, the spoken word. I'm, I'm taking his word. He, uh, he, he also says this. He says it's like mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. I'm, I'm breathing in God's word, and it's breathing life into me. And then when I breathe it out, in other words, when I speak it out, it's, it's helping me, but it's also helping other people. I'm telling you, it brings life to our situation. It brings life and it brings health, and it brings peace. Hallelujah. So these things are great. I'm going to stop here for today, and we're going to pick up on these things um, and, and talk more about them in our next podcast. But we have to understand, man, these things, these things are powerful. They're truth. They're help for our life. And I believe this has helped you today. I believe this is, if you think this will help somebody else, go ahead and share this podcast with somebody else. Get the word out and let them hear these, these truths and that'll help them in, their, in this simple teaching on, on the word of God. Well, have a great week. And until next time, live in everyday revival. 